Good afternoon. Uh, this is Howard Danzig, principal of Employers Committed to Control Health Insurance Cost, you know, ETCHIC. And, uh, you know, what, what I'm going to uh, talk about uh, this afternoon is uh, really what uh, the average small and medium-sized employer does not realize with regard to what comprises a full health insurance premium that's being used to pay for health care, uh, prescriptions, uh, insurance that protects against major events, and uh, also the administrative cost, which is the function of handling the paperwork and paying the bills, paying the claims. And what uh, the average employer doesn't realize is that there are components to this. And the components that I'm going to describe to you uh, operate in a little different way with regard to how the insurance system is used when you're a large employer, like, for example, a Caterpillar tractor or a Coca-Cola or a FedEx, or even an employer of five, six, seven hundred employees or more. And I want to point that out uh, and then uh, uh, draw your own conclusions to give you a little insight into what uh, you're led to believe versus what really is the truth that the insurance system does not let you see. You see, <clears throat> uh, the components of an insurance premium when it comes to health insurance are in three different categories. Category number one is a portion of the premium, a portion of the premium, I emphasize not the entire premium, is dedicated to protect against an unforeseen, unaffordable event. That's a fixed portion of the premium. A portion of the premium is dedicated to pay a third party to handle all the paperwork, pay all the claims, and keep you in compliance of all the state and federal regulations. That's a fixed expense within the overall premium. But then we have the third part. And the third part is what's known as uh, claims reserve, claims fund, reserve for claims, whatever you want to call it. Now, when that is bundled and combined with the first two components, it becomes a fixed expense. In reality, however, it's a variable expense because <clears throat> you can use all of it, you can use some of it, you can use uh, all of it and then go beyond. Well, if you use all of it and go beyond, you will have bought insurance for that. That was the first component. If you would have uh, used a portion of it and not all of it, the insurance company keeps it because you, you still made that a fixed cost, a pre-funded cost. If you use all of it and nothing beyond, well, you would have spent that anyway. But <clears throat> the point is that that's a variable. Also, when the insurance companies pay the bills, they are paying that bill based on the institutionally negotiated discounts arranged by medical networks. So when, and, you know, when uh, the insurance company controls the money, they keep the spread. When somebody else controls the money, they keep the spread. So let's go back to what large employers do. Large employers will pay for a, uh, an insurance that protects against an unforeseen event. They call it reinsurance. The insurance companies themselves reinsure themselves against really, really big uh, expenses. 
large employers hire somebody directly to handle the paperwork. So they have the same fixed cost and you know anybody else does. But here's where the difference is. Large employers control and own the funds that are used for uh, um, medical expenses until such uh, time that somebody or the group reaches the point at which insurance really does take over. But what they do is they control as much of this system as they can because as they control that, they are buying these services through the system at the discounted price, both for pharmacy and for medical. So their cost per service is a fraction of what the cost per service is for a small employer who's buying the same services with a premium, while the insurance company is buying these services at the institutional discount. Large employers have equity in their plan. They own the, the funds for claims. Small employers have no equity in their plan because they give control of those funds for claims to a third party, an insurance company. Large employers are only using what their people are uh, spending. They're only costing what people are spending. Small employers are pre-funding everything with premium. So when that small employer you know, is using the system, meaning the insurance system, in a way where they have the equity in the funds for claims, they don't necessarily subject themselves to having that pre-funded amount uh, <coughs> uh, controlled and uh, retained by this third party. I just got a report for several of our uh, small groups. We showed them how to set this up where they had equity in those funds. We showed them how to use the insurance system the same way large employers do. We showed them that if they don't use all that money, you know, they uh, um, uh, <coughs> retain and uh, have sent back to them the portion they didn't use. So here's just a smattering of uh, what has taken place. <coughs> here's a small law firm in Illinois. They have eight employees. They got $7,700 back of the claims fund that they didn't use. Let's take a, a, a small flooring company in southern Illinois. They only have five employees. They got $4,300. They just received a check for $4,300. Let's take a, um, uh, you know, a service company, a company that services the telecommunications uh, uh, industry, small private business about nine employees. They just received a uh, refund of $8,300 for nine employees. Let's take a, you know, a small manufacturer. They have seven employees. They just got $5,700 sent back to them. Let's take a wholesale distributor, you know, in the Kansas City area. They have four employees. They just got $7,800 back. Now, take any of those amounts and figure what your net, net, net bottom line is. Let's assume your net bottom line 
is 10% after all said and done. And you're a small manufacturer, and you just got $5,700 back from the unspent amount of funds set aside for medical benefits. And that, uh, that amount was $5,700. And your net bottom line is 10%. That they uh, would have gener had to generate 57000 in additional revenue to net that back to the bottom line. Let's assume that you're that small flooring company. And uh, your net bottom line was 10%. And you got a check back for $4,300 you would have had to generate $43,000 in revenue to net that back to your bottom line. Many of these companies aren't netting 10%. They're netting 5%, 6%, 7%. So let's take that wholesale distributor and let's assume that he's uh, netting 5%. And he got a check back for $7,800. They would have had to have generated over $150,000 in revenue to net that back to the bottom line and they can do that by flipping a switch and uh, taking control of the funds that represent the reserve that is set aside and designated to pay bills. Now, if they had exceeded their amount, if they had exceeded what they put in, they're insured. So you have the best of both possible worlds. If you spend less than what is budgeted, you retain it, meaning the, uh, the group, not the insurance company. If you spend more than what the claims fund is, you bought insurance that protects against the unforeseen event with no limit. So if you have equity, you have, you have uh, um, <clears throat> uh, ownership, and you are the one that retains the spread. If you have equity and you retain ownership, and you overspend, now you get into the insurance company's pocket. They took a risk that, that you wouldn't. You ended up making that risk uh, um, not what they anticipated. So what? Next year, it's, an, it's a different story. But the fact of the matter is that the risk is still on the part of the, the insurance carrier. The risk is maximized by min and minimizing the premium as a fixed cost. The responsibility is, first of all, controlled by the employer group, and second of all, funded by the employer group with the same money they would have handed off to an insurance company. And then if you buy through the system at network discounts, you're buying the same services for 40% less. This is what small employers should be doing. Small employers need to have equity in their plans. Small employers need to know what their costs are. Small employers need to be buying at the same institutional price as large employers do. And small employers need to be able to unbundle the components of what comprises an insurance premium and use their funds and use the resources that comprise an overall program more effectively, more efficiently, and we didn't invent the wheel all we're doing is copying what the very, very large, very, very uh, well-heeled, very well-consulted and advised 
employers do, while small and medium-sized employers just go running to insurance agents to get quotes for premiums. Let us show you how to break this down. Let us show you how to compare the actual cost of services to the actual premiums. Let us show you how to have equity in your plan, and let us show you how to know exactly what's going on with regard to cost. If you have any questions, if you'd like to look into this further, please feel free to call us. Our phone number is 314-997-8865. Our email address is theetchikgroup at etchik.com. That's the word the, T-H-E. Etchik is E-C-C-H-I-C group at E-C-C-H-I-C dot com. We'd look forward to you getting to know us. We would look forward to getting to know you. And we really hope that we have an opportunity for each of us to get to know the other's um, uh, situation so that we can help and uh, you can benefit from what we've learned and what we've put into play. Thank you very, very much.